All right, so before uh, we start this podcast here, this is uh, Shake It Out uh, with my good friend Soraya the Great and myself, and we tried a new uh, recording, distance recording platform today, did not go very well. Uh, I would say it went uh, very poorly. (laughs) We could not stay connected. Uh, We've already figured out how we're going to solve it for our next um, episode uh, so I just wanted to let you know what you're about to hear is a bunch of uh, disjointed uh, pieces of the conversation we had, and I've put them together um, as as best I could. Some parts are going to make sense, some parts are not. I think by the time it finishes, it will have all made sense, and it kind of needed to happen this way, I think. Um, Soraya has been uh, going through... Uh, probably the worst thing a person can go through in dealing with the death of her mother over the past five or six months. And um, things got kind of heavy, and uh, some of the heavier parts, the recording stopped, and I'm just going to look at it as divine intervention. And we're going to go from here. And and also, welcome back to Open Lines Radio. We've been on hiatus for a little while. We're back. We're going to bring you all kinds of new content. As the world reopens and Open Lines Radio comes back to you for your listening pleasure. But that's all I'm going to say today. Um, follow Soraya on Instagram at The Experiment House. Follow me, Mark, on Instagram at Hobo Safe Camp. Follow Open Lines Radio on Instagram at Open Lines Radio. And be sure to check out Open Lines Radio online at www.openlinesradio.com. All right. Um, I'll catch you out there in the ethers. Thank you.
it sounds so damn soft Inside of myself and I don't know why Inside out but I still up time if i'm being honest with you and i'm always honest with you you are (laughs) but are you finding yourself getting grounded again are you Mm, good question you still figuring shit out i think uh at the time of your asking this i am starting to recognize that i i could be grounded again (laughs) it's possible i'm not that's not yeah exactly it wasn't a possibility a couple of days ago even, but I find myself actively thinking like, oh, wow, you know, it would be good again, some discipline. Like maybe I should not only do the laundry, but then like fold it and put it away right away. Like maybe that's the next logical step to being, you know, a person. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know this, this, this age old battle with the laundry that everybody has. It's, it's the baby stuff that trips us all up. What's why are we like this? I don't know. I don't know. But you know, here's here's uh, I I do the laundry in my relationship. My kid mm-hmm. my kids are all grown, so they do their own laundry. But I do my laundry and Holly's laundry, and I do it. My day off is Monday, and I do all the laundry and I have it all hung up because if it doesn't get done on that day, the rest of the week. I'm like lost. If if I don't have my shirts hung up in order of how I'm gonna wear them the next five days, I I can't like get my day start. I have to be able to just there's my uniform for the day. So yeah. that that's the only reason that laundry gets done and put away is because without that happening, I'm I'm uh, totally lost. So maybe it is time to start. Um, yeah. Um, folding laundry and putting it away and maybe that would help you bring you back that's one less thing you have to worry about every day yeah 
I have like I have no problem doing the laundry like oh there's the laundry pile it's time or there are the dishes piling up like let's get those going but it's the it's the complete follow through like okay I did the laundry and now it's in a pile and it happens to be on my bed and I want to go to bed so we're going to just shift the pile I'm there right now yeah isn't it so isn't there something comforting though about sleeping next to a pile of laundry comforting that's funny I don't know if I think it's comforting I also have to share a bed, so I can't have a laundry pile anymore because someone else needs to occupy that space. <laughs> yeah, that's that's a, a problem when you're trying to snuggle mm-hmm. the laundry. <laughs> Man, yeah. How? What are? It's been a. I don't know. It's been a time. I don't want to ask how you are because that's such a hollow and also loaded question. But like, are you grounding? Yeah, yeah. I'm. I'm. Um, creatively, completely. Uh, blank which i think is good actually it's not i kind of struggled with like where i was going next i this whole um podcasting i i don't know i think it got enough into far enough into the the pandemic where uh people you know i think it it was kind of it had some listeners for a while and um people were driving to work and stuff and that and then it almost became like everything became too much. And so like, it was like, nobody was really listening anyway. So it was like, why am I doing this? Mm-hmm. And, and so it was just whatever, like, I don't, we don't need to have any fanfare. <laughs> just take a break for a little while. And I've just been thinking lately of, of how to come back with it and how to make it um, different and entertaining. And, um, you know, just, I'm trying to, you know, t- find a, a, a different direction with it. And I'm having a really hard time with just everything creative, just um, like wanting to to like like having this creative energy, but once it goes to manifest, it's just like this blank. And I, I kind of mm. think it's a good. It's almost like I'm just. It's like you know, like cleaning the slate. I, I I can feel this pull there. I'm just not sure where it's going yet. And I don't think we always need to know. So I, that's why I, I I reached out to you. It's like all right, if we can just do it, let's just see what happens. Right. Yeah. I feel that. I th- I think, I don't know if it's because of my like particular life circumstances, but I am in a state of limbo. And that's the way that everything feels like spiritually, physically, monetarily, like everything's just kind of in stasis. It's not good. It's not bad. There's no progress. We're just, I'm just chilling. And I'm not sure I like it most of the time, but it's also way, way better than any alternative I could come up with. What do you think it's like? Where, where, where are you looking to go? Like, like, what are what are you wanting to do? That's that's the thing. Like, do you have something that you were something you wish you were doing that you're not, or is it just like you're just where I am? It's like like I, I just I'm I feel like like you too. At least creatively, I just feel like I'm in limbo as well, and I'm not really even like worried about it. Yeah, I'm definitely not worried about it. I share that. I think um, it's almost like I have, I don't know, it's not like I have, there are new ideas, but mostly it's like, well, there are ideas in place that I just want to keep babysitting and growing, like this podcast, for example. But like you said, there's no, it's not, I don't know, it's not today, it's not right now. At least literally today and right now, but. (laughs) Right, but there's no reason to like, like shape it. Exactly, exactly. I know what it is. I can recognize the sort of like amorphous blob out of all of the 
you know, disconnected bits and bobs in the universe. Like, I know which bits I'm interested in working with, and I can reach for them, and they're right there. It's just that there's not necessarily... This is a really messy, sloppy metaphor, but, like, there's nowhere for me to connect all of those dots, you know? Like, they don't necessarily make a picture. Like, sometimes a twinkly light is just a twinkly light. Like, hey, look at all the glow bugs. Yeah, yeah, and and together all those glow bugs form a picture. Sure, but it's like, have you ever been any good at those magic eye things? Where you like squint at the mess of color on a page, and and then it turns your brain eventually like figures out the pattern. I can do those. I have never once ever in my whole time on Earth made one of those pictures work for me. <laughs> that's real, and that's kind of how I feel right now. It's like, all right, cool. Like I'm taking it on faith. There's a picture up there, and I like I feel it. I'm sure it's a nice picture, and I'm, you know, in like a hundred years, the print of that will have hung in my bathroom or some shit, and. You know, it's all connected, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> Hopefully yeah. one of those will pop out at you one day. Yeah. I once you do know, one, once you do one, like, you can do them all. <laughs> that's what people say. And I, listen, I'm in my, I'm pushing 30. It's not. <laughs> Where is it? Where's the picture? So you want to, do you want to talk about anything deeper? Do you want to talk about what you've been going through? Or you want to yes. just, yeah. Okay. Ah, uh, you and I both know we were gonna talk about it. Yeah, so let's 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 like <laughs> skip this shit nobody wants to hear. Okay, well my mom died, so I hope you're all ready to hear about this. I'm sorry about that. We haven't talked since then. Yeah, I've kinda me too. just been giving you space. Okay, let's talk about the space that everyone's been giving me. So, um Yeah, my mom died and I watched it happen for pretty much a decade, but like, you know, the last two years were pretty shit. And she had cancer, and I don't really want to talk about it, but it was brutal. And I took care of her. And so that was what I was doing with my whole life for 10 years. Um, not really, but you know, that's what it feels like now. <laughs> now that there's none of it and I'm not doing any of that. That has been your life, so I can understand why you may be in limbo right now oh. because that that was so much. Yeah. Even just in in us trying to record for forty five minutes to an hour um, was always scheduled around and and pushed back and up and down and sideways because of um, your responsibilities that you had to that what took precedence over everything else. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was. Yeah, it's no question why we're in limbo. It's <clears throat> but now um, she died in January on the thirty first, and uh, I pretty much haven't spoken to you know anyone I ever met since then. Um, a few people, like when I say a few people, I mean like one or two people that I had delivered the news to had responded to the news, and then. Um, it, I learned real quick, like, oh, I, okay, I thought I had, like, three to five friends, and it turns out I have, like, one to two friends in real life, and then, um, also, I realized I don't know anyone who knows my mom. <laughs> like, my world is just very small. And anybody else who I've ever met all unanimously decided that the best thing was to give me space, um, which I, I, a part of me understands, but, like, most of me who is going through this is just annoyed about it. And um, 
I mean, really annoyed about it. Like, I was super butthurt about it. I've just been free-floating through the universe with my grief. And anybody else who encounters you in the world doesn't recognize that you're grieving. And if they do, they don't give a shit. They're not grieving. So there's really no place for it. So you just kind of, yeah, everything is limbo. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, um, there's this weird uh, thing that it's kind of this new phenomenon where we have online friends and there's this weird weird line where shit's happening to your online friends in real life and it's hard to know um how much that person considers you an actual friend other than just an online friend so it's 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 really hard to know um how how like to not be annoying and not come across as being phony since you right we don't know people don't know what's your real life is like we only know what you show you know and you show yourself as to be you know kind of badass like a, like this badass person that can handle shit and so when things happen to you in real life sometimes it's hard for like an online community to um to see like the actual human grief that's that's what's this is kind of this weird these weird relationships we have with people if that makes sense yeah I, I I had a lot of misconceptions about what grief was and what it was like and like I just thought it was the big sad and it turns out that that's not at all correct or accurate and uh, nobody knows how to deal with it it's not like it's not one of the fun ones right it's not happiness or or love or laughter we don't put it on posters um, we don't grapple with it as a collective. And so when you're dealing with it on, on an individual level, it's like, first of all, what the fuck is going on? And secondly, double what the fuck, because there's nobody willing or able to like help you orient yourself. Right. Maybe there's not nobody. In my unique circumstance, it's been pretty precarious. Some of y'all might get luckier, but I have not been having a great time. I think most people go through life alone you know <laughs> there's like i don't like when when shit happens um you know you get the the the, the customary and surface so sorry to hear it if you need anything let me know but um which you know looking back now um and the way i handled your your mom's death was uh was just that it was like i'm here if you need me and what I should have been saying is, what do you need? You know, because I, I, I guess I'm just admitting that I don't know the full you, <laughs> you know, um, I, I know this version of you. And I really wish I could go back in time and have have uh, uh, been more present for you. All right. I'm sorry to break this up, but I'm you're breaking up and I'm only catching like every however many words. I don't know. OK, well, maybe that's for the best. Oh, I caught all of that. Jeez. <laughs> <laughs> it'll be, it'll be, uh, hopefully it records. You can listen to it back. I'll keep it in. Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, it's interesting. I, my mom died, but like my partner's mom did not die. So even though they're my partner and they've been, um, excellent and supportive and fantastic and genuinely, I probably would have lost my mind had I not had the like one friend in the world right next to me at all times, but it's different for them. They're not grieving. 
or if they are, I mean, like, see, I can't say that because grief isn't just sadness. It doesn't look one way. Or my whole way of life is different now. My whole, and, you know, if my life is different, then that means my partner's life is different. And so there's some inherent grief in there. Like, oh, things used to be fun or things used to be rosier. Both of us used to have moms. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know, man. I would, I would love to have been having some sort of, no, I take it back. I don't want to posture. I'm, this is where I've been and this is what I've been doing. And I'm pretty okay about the fact, if not okay about the like actual facts. <laughs> um, yeah, it's mostly just been quiet. And, uh, I've had to come to terms a lot with humanity and our cowardice and how, um, what do you mean by I that? thought for most of my life that like fear, humanity and our cowardice, fear is my operating, it's my driving thing. Like it's my driving force. Like I'm afraid of everything and I, it keeps me up at night and it motivates me and it, it's pretty much all I think about. Like I'm just afraid. And I know this about myself, but I thought that that was just me. Like, obviously everyone's a little bit afraid, but everyone else is also in the world doing stuff. And um, if anything, this experience has highlighted that just like everyone is completely terrified. Like everyone clings to normalcy and to the things that like flow in their life. Even if it doesn't flow smoothly, it's it's something and fuck it like I've got something and I'm going to hang on to that something and sometimes that something is not helpful like it's the semblance of normalcy or like oh let me give you space <laughs> let me keep your ripples from interfering with my shit basically yeah um and I I don't know it just I, I've had a lot of time to be angry <laughs> and I've had a lot of time to sit by myself and to think about like everyone I've ever met and not met <laughs> and it hasn't always been gracious um because I don't have to be but yeah we're all afraid we're all big cowardly babies and it comes down to nobody wanting to think about their own moms dying and I don't blame them because it's rotten but I really think that that's it. I really like, I haven't heard from people that I thought were my best friends and like, this is a public broadcast, so I'm not going to like talk any shit, but <laughs> you know, I've had, I had a whole life and as I had my whole life, I also juggled having a mom who was unbeknownst to pretty much everyone, the center of my whole life, maybe like an off center, like, but whatever, <laughs> It was my focus. Yeah, and 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 that, that her being gone's a big hole, and then for people to give you space is even a bigger hole. Yeah, yeah. I mean, twice a week, like clockwork, I used to go to band practice, and then there was a pandemic, and so that gave me something to grieve. Like that was a really big, big, huge hole in my heart. Because as I dealt with all the stuff with my mom, like I I went to band practice. And, you know, I had a whole life outside of that as well, but, like, 
we were on a schedule. We did things. We produced works. We hung out together. We And there was a pandemic, so I get it. We didn't do that, but then my mom died and the space just got bigger and deeper and wider and Yeah, it's pretty shit out here, I have to be honest. And I've been working a lot to like make space for all of everyone's fear and I just I have to be honest with you, Mark. I didn't all of the shine's gone, all of the appeal is gone. I don't I don't love any of you. I do, I guess, out of habit and out of practice, but like and when I say any of you, I don't mean you personally. I mean the whole of humanity. Like, even my own humanity. Like, man, Earth is stupid. Like, this is the dumbest game I've ever played. I'm over it. I've played this level a couple times. No one has said any of that to me. Isn't that... Like, I just... I didn't know it was going to happen like that. Like, I thought that there were protocols, right? Like, I thought somebody somewhere was going to reach out... And call me and do the whole rigmarole and, oh, sorry for your loss. And it's going to be a whole thing. But I told some people and and they were like, oh, oops, dang. Sucks. And then I, that's it. I don't know people. Well, it was also a, kind of a weird time um, right there where I think a lot of people were kind of dropping off. Like, I know just like for me personally, you were going through all that shit right about the time that I was like trying to figure out what to do next with my life and and uh and kind of deactivating from social media for a little while mm -hmm. and like the wrong time you know <laughs> it's like just bad timing sometimes i think where I, it kind of seems like as a collective people go through um ups and downs together and it just seems like everyone kind of seemed to be in a collective down right then at that particular point mm -hmm. um and so that that might be part two part of the reason too why it didn't seem like there was a like, like like people considerate of what you were going through because i think a lot of people were going and still continue to go through a lot it's a weird fucking life man and and it's yeah pretty heavy yeah. right now even with like things opening up and, and the world going back quote unquote normal it's like I, I see this. I see it. I don't know, man. It's just, it's just like, it seems like we're slipping into decay <laughs> and like we kind of, kind of like being on quarantine was like the right way to go. And now that things are opening back up, it's like, all right, well, let's just go back to destroying the everything. The world got mm -hmm. a breather for a minute. I, I concur. I did. I did. I did feel like quarantine. It's going to say bad to say a good thing, but I think that it was a beneficial, um, circumstance with all of the other fuck shit that it came with i you know i we needed it we needed a, a a reset and i've been thinking a lot in the interim about how we show up for each other and honestly how we don't show up for each other and how we don't know how to show up for each other like i realized oh fuck none of my idiot friends or peers in my age bracket like my, my mom was only 60 three she had been 64 in february she died before her 64th birthday and she was pretty that's young so the rest of you idiots you know when your parents go in your 80s and 90s and you're dealing with this stuff okay cool some of us will have will have experience now but like most of us don't have experience for this and don't know what to do and so i've been thinking like oh shit like this is the kind of stuff like where do we learn this from? like 
you know, we talk a lot of big talk about like, oh, who we are and blah, blah, blah. But like, as an individualist society, like, to come together and be there for you. And how do all of your dudes learn the protocol? You know what I mean? Like, we're all different out here. We're all islands and shit. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. How, how do, how do we, uh, how do people learn? I don't know. It's interesting because I had, I told one of my friends too, an internet friend. So like I gave them a wide pass for not having spoken to them for a while, especially because I got off the internet. I got off Instagram, which is where I talked to this person. Um, but we, we were chatting and catching up and they sort of apologized like, Hey, like actually I took that back. They didn't apologize and good for them. They're very, um, authentic at least in their actions and their choices. But I was talking about how bogus it is and how lonely it is to be free-floating through the dumb universe and how I'm not a fan of it. And um, they didn't apologize or make any excuses. They just they said to me, like, well, you know what? That's, that's what felt right to me. Like, it felt right to me to give you that space. And if I had to do it again, I'd still give you that space. And as a, as a person... <laughs> some big shit and I don't know how to handle it like damn let me stay over here in my corner and and watch you handle it and you know figure out and observe and fig like how can I help you um but also then you know we have to have to walk the walk too you gotta fucking help <laughs> both so ways I don't know yeah yeah well I don't know I think I think giving people like saying I'm gonna give you some space is uh I don't know. I don't know. That's I think that's kind of the standard answer and 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 looking back um and sitting here talking about it now, you know, that's you that's that's typically I, I mean that's the way like most people I know, even though I'm 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 28 and most of my friends are in their late 20s, early 30s as well, like well not most of my friends, but enough of them that it matters for the story and a lot of them can't cook. And that's fascinating to me because that means that a lot of them aren't eating well because we live in America. And unless you are like buying the ingredients that you need for your nutritional value and preparing meals for yourself, like you're just not getting all of the shit that your body needs, period. And it's like a totally acceptable, like totally fine thing. Like, oh, whatever. Like, we j I just can't cook. Like, I'm, I'm either not interested in it or like I'm not good at it or like the chopping or the prep or the this or the that, like. It's fine. It's fine. Like, we'll get there someday if we need to. And that's wild to me. Like, you need to eat. Um, and previously in life, anytime anyone died, I, um, I, I guess I haven't experienced many deaths. Like, nobody, like, too terribly close to me. But there have been, you know, there have been, like, oh, so-and-so's dad or granddad or uncle or whoever died. And so there was always, like, okay, cool. What do you do? You make some food. There's a family over there and they're grieving and they're not going to be able to deal with things like daily, you know, dinner preparations. And, you know, these are human beings who need to be fed and who need to be looked after. So you feed them. That's easy. At least to me, I think I like those dots were laid out in front of me. That was a thing that I saw. That was a thing that I recognized and that I participated in. I made plenty of food for people who were grieving. I had plenty of people whose moms died over the pandemic. And it was fucked up. It was fucked up. It was a fucked up precursor of what was going to happen to me. And I dealt with it. I grappled with it. I sat with it quietly. It was 
my shit to bear. It was fine. And I made chicken pot pies, and I did what I could. And then my mom died, and nobody did anything. Nobody did anything. Is that fucked up to say? I Sorry, guys, but you did it. You know, like... You know, like, I think that it was aware... Like, we were all just aware, like, oh, that's ugly and scary, and, like, don't want to look at it, don't want to talk about it, don't want to make you think about it or talk about it, which is ridiculous, because I'm always thinking about it, and it might have been nice at some point to talk about it. Not nice at all, but it might have been helpful and good for my mental health. <laughs> well, let's talk about it. I know it feels like uh, you have been, but, but you haven't. Let's talk about it. Mm. I when, she, when my mom died, I got off Instagram. And um, it was like a very easy, like, wow, fuck everyone. Like, I'm not performing for any of you. This is, this is nasty. Y'all suck. <laughs> like, what do I do any of this work and share it with you for if... Uh, who am I? Like, who am I sharing it with? Like, why? Anyway. But these questions then persist beyond work, too. Like, I, I don't want to make small talk, and I've been doing nothing but making small talk. And, um... The few people that I have seen in the last two years, uh, it's just fascinating. We don't talk about anything. And I've been feeling like, y'all are all weirdos. Like, y'all are all weirdos. I'm not crazy. The whole world is just broken. It shouldn't work like this. We should not be able to put our blinders on and to be so, like, and for it to be so effective. Like, it, it works. You're blind. You don't see it. And we're making all of this awkward, inappropriate small talk all the fucking time. And it's not right. <laughs> it's absolutely not right. And I know that we don't want to sit here and talk about awful, horrendous, hurtful shit. And we don't want to see me cry. And I don't want to cry in front of you. None of you deserve to see that, honestly. I could charge tickets and sell good money for that shit. Like, why would I give that to you for free when we're just sitting here making small talk? And I know that you and I don't have to make small talk, but then it erodes your brain and you don't know how to talk about it. I don't know how to say anything real to anybody who's going to listen. Every time I do, it scares the shit out of them. There's a reason I only have three friends in the whole world, dude. <laughs> you know, I say, I say real shit all the time. Real shit is scary. Real shit is hard. I had someone that I loved and really, really valued and appreciated and wanted to keep around in my life tell me to my face, like, you're too real. It's too intense hanging out with you. It, I mean, makes me feel bad. <laughs> That's not what I want. Is that really the friend that you want to hang out with anyway? Like, No, of course not. But Mark, that's most of us. Yeah, that's pretty much everybody. Yeah, and, like, what What do you do? What do you do other than, I, I don't even know what, there is no other than, what do you do? I can't lessen myself, I can't water myself down. Have you, have you ever looked at the TikTok app? Yes, oh my god, okay, so I got off Instagram, but then I downloaded TikTok because I had nothing but time. And I didn't want to think about my grief too closely. So, yeah, I've been on TikTok. You've you just been 
watching, observing, or have you been making TikToks? I have not been making TikToks because that's weird and I'm like officially too old for that. Yeah, same. I, I'm, I'm kind of addicted to TikTok, but there's the something... Humanity is wild and but, I love observing yeah, them. Yeah, you get these little pieces, but there, there's a part of it that I think is very dangerous and there's something that's happening where like little kids, like parents are like like making videos of their little kids and they're like broadcasting these their their lives these little kids lives and it's all and it's like you're they're being trained so young to perform for the camera and to just show you know to not show life to just show this little one minute clip and i i think that's really i think we're already (laughs) at this place in humanity where it's so fake and and i just like TikTok's basically small talk, I think, because it's like if there's nothing, I mean, there, there, you come across things that are funny and you come across things that are deep, but for the most part, it's just people showing you these. I don't know. I just, I just, I'm, I'm, I really am nervous for the future, <laughs> seeing as the these little kids who are being brought up on camera. Because I mean, look at look at Hollywood I'm actors so and the that shit that, that the the shit that goes down in Hollywood. And the, the, with child actors, and we're basically turning all children into child actors now. Okay. I feel like I could write a dissertation on this. If we go back like 15 years and we observe the mommy bloggers, we have a precedent for this where we see how children who were used as like content have grown up now because of, enough of these people were, were like blogging about their children. You know, and we didn't have the like the video footage, but we had we had your children. Yeah. And now enough of those kids are teenagers or adults and and have voices of their own and their own autonomy. And they're saying very clearly, like, yeah, it's creepy. It's weird. Um, and there was a, I don't remember like who this who to attribute this to, but there was like a mommy blogger whose kids um, were teens, like young teens. And they had sweatshirts made like, don't photograph me, like stop taking my picture. And um it was a thing that she had to write about in her blog. Like, yeah, my kids aren't with this anymore. So like, you won't be seeing them. And, uh, and I think that that's, um, territory. A lot of people in that space had to navigate, but now with TikTok, it's different because not all of you were mommy bloggers who navigated this. And, uh, you know, I'm a millennial. So I've been, I've been closely, closely living the progression of things like TikTok and Vine and, uh, you know, YouTube and the rise and fall of all of these different ways of sharing too much of ourselves and like watching as our society like grows and expands in inappropriate ways on the internet. Like I remember being uh, of the MySpace age and having conversations with my older siblings about like how wildly inappropriate so much of my friend's content was and like I remember, you know, my siblings are all 10 years older than me, and it was always such a drag where they'd be like, uh, you can't hang out with so-and-so anymore because look at all of this shit on their MySpace, and, like, this is bad news for you, and this is not, like, this is not the kind of person that you want to be a person alongside. But I didn't get any of that. I was just a kid, and that's just my friend, and, like, whatever. Like, we're just saying stuff. Like, those are just our thoughts. Like, it's just a thing that they like. It's not that serious. But, no, it is that serious, and that was one of the first times that we were making public scrapbooks about all of our like inner workings and demons. And like the first time that we were 
publicly advertising when we were being like, you know, targeted and when there was like predatory shit happening. Like it was all very real and very ugly. And um, like, yeah, there was also some cool stuff and you could have all of your, your slumber party photos up and you could make friends across the world and blah, blah, blah. But like also like, hey, wait, like let's talk about how this is inappropriate and, and like there needs to be like, there needs to be like, I don't want to say um, etiquette, but like there should be internet etiquette. Like you should know before you get on the internet how to behave and what to post and what not to post. And But who teaches you that stuff? Nobody. And a lot of kids my age didn't have siblings 10 years older than them. And so I did watch a lot of kids my age do and say and post inappropriate shit on the internet. And I did watch how that shaped, you know, their lives. Like it, it's no longer in a vacuum. Like it's one thing if you say this shit and in the halls of our high school or our middle school or whatever, but now you're on the internet and everyone else is on the internet with you, Yeah. you know? So you've opened the door for other people to come into your shit and for it to get real weird real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Now we're like 11 million steps beyond that. Now we're in the day and age of, of everyone's got a smartphone in their pocket, including children. And there are all of these things where it's like, well, hang on. We've known, or maybe we haven't, but like, like I said, I knew it was pointed out to me. And so like, has it just not been pointed out to all of us? I don't know if that's true. I feel like enough of us, you know, have heard it said or have said or have seen like a safety on, you know, like stranger danger. Yeah. Well, maybe, and maybe, maybe I've got it wrong. Maybe it's yeah. just the natural evolution. Maybe it's not a dangerous thing. Maybe it's just the natural evolution of humanity where oh, see, we're I, turning into these electronic beings. I do think. I do think that there is danger. It's maybe not inherently dangerous, but I do think that we should pay attention, though. Like, we should protect our children instead of using them as content. Um, for me, as a viewer, as someone on TikTok, I always get really skeezed out when I see children and teenagers. Like, I'm a grown adult. I don't want to be, I don't want to watch a teenage girl dancing. That's, that's weird. And also TikTok in particular has really predatory practices. Like the way that the app is built and the way that the algorithm functions, um, it's not sanitary. And I've I've had lots of time to read lots of like Reddit breakdowns from developers who've been like, wait, no, let's talk about how this app is actually like like built and coded and like what it's doing. It's not sanitary. It's not squeaky clean. It's not on the level. And I don't know enough about these things to like break it. Shake it out, shake it out God, I need another and another and another and another I can feel it now I felt the Lord in my father's house I could see, I could see Standing, I was 17 and make it clean I am the living ghost of what you need I am everything eternally God, just speak I'm done being done with a funeral, at least for now Are you tired of being alone? Are you tired of being alone? Shake it out, shake it out God, I need another and another Wasn't even what I wanted, so we blood it out 
over the floor of my neighbor's house. And I could see, I could see, standing when I was 17, make it clean. I am the living ghost to what you need. I am everything eternally. God, just speak. Cause I'm done being done with a funeral, at least for now. Are you tired of being alone? Are you tired of being alone? Again, to peel off all my skin, and I felt the way within reveal a bigger mess that you can't fix. I swear, I swear, I'll go. Lead me into my home And don't stop, don't ever go And I swear you'll never know You'll never know Gotta break it down, break it up. I've gotta come around. Cause I need it now more than I ever have. So shake it down, break it out. And break it down, shake it out. I've gotta come around. Cause I need you now more than I ever have.